0: From the Finley Toyota Studio, it's Cofield and Company.
1: I assume that everyone that just has the blank avatar is a boomer because they don't know how to switch the avatar. Stop it. Stop it. That's
2: dumb.
0: It's time for Cofield and Company with John Von Tobul
3: and Adam Hill
0: on ESPN Las Vegas.
3: final hour of cofield and company
1: here on espn 1100 100.9 fm social media at produces at adam hill lvrj at me jvt and at espn las vegas all complaints go there by the way all complaints uh also you can email uh doug marsh any complaints as well so you know did I ever tell you about the time I actually got really mad at doug marsh like I snapped at doug marsh one day at my tenure at lotus broadcasting
2: How how is that possible he's the nicest person ever
1: well, it also may not have been Doug's fault, but uh, at one point when I was producing, I had started a podcast, which I believe had a brilliant name. Uh, it was called The Second String. Sure. It was me, It was me, and it was supposed to be one Brittany Anderson. Sure. Um, but Brittany Anderson had a tendency to never show up that's for the, the podcast. That's the book on her. Including, uh, I think, the third episode where on the podcast, we actually called her, and she you know called it and woke up in bed. And I was like, Whoa, what? What's going on? Uh, but I was recording something <laughs> That's a good for that. Britney
2: impression. <laughs> right.
1: But I was, by the way, you know, congratulations on the impending nuptials to Britney Anderson. Sure. Uh, um, but I was recording something for that podcast and Doug walked in because he, he saw me on the air and walked in on purpose and started purposely talking while I was recording something. And I was already in a really bad mood and I was like, bro, I'm like, do you see me coming in to BS in the morning and talking while you're on the air? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tremendous. That's great. By the way, side note on uh, on Miss Anderson. As you mentioned, she will be getting married. She was going to get married this upcoming, during the season, this upcoming football season. She is now getting married in early 2022. Uh, she said it was because she knew that I wouldn't be able to come to the wedding during football and probably Steve wouldn't either with all the Raiders and everything going on. So she's like, we can't get married during football season. Should I now be like, yeah, I'm out anyway. <laughs>
1: Well yeah, I mean if it's in March, what are you gonna do, man? March is
2: here. <laughs> I think is it March or I thought it was May. It's next year sometime. I don't remember exactly when, but uh yeah. I, I think I still will not go.
0: Battleborn injury lawyers presents
1: the big five at five, number five. All right, so first one up here. I'm actually, this is interesting territory because I I don't know everything that you enjoy, Adam. Um, But today is apparently National Peanut Butter Lover's Day. Would you consider yourself a peanut butter lover or just a peanut butter liker? Or do you not like peanut butter?
2: Well, I actually don't even know. So I'll ask ask you the question. I would never eat peanut butter on its own. (laughs) I despise it. You're an animal. But, however, like a chocolate peanut butter cup, sure.
1: No. Delicious.
2: No. And a peanut butter and jelly, sure. Yeah, absolutely. But on its own, never. Then you're not a peanut butter lover.
1: Uh, when I was actually somewhat in shape, my dessert would be a massive spoonful of peanut butter and a little bit of milk. Uh, amazing. Absolutely oh. incredible. Oh. Uh, apple. Have you ever had an apple with peanut butter on it? No. Uh, put Do it with crunchy peanut butter? Fantastic. Delicious. Uh take some peanut butter, put it on some grapes. Oh, come on. Absolutely what are you talking about, Ari? It's peanut butter and
3: jelly. We'll make that face. <laughs> oh, okay. No, it, it threw me off a little, but that's pretty good. Good reasoning behind that. I just never heard of it. Apples yeah. though.
1: Yeah, fire. That, by the way, that's the way I snapped at Doug. <laughs>
3: Is that
4: how he responded?
2: <laughs> yes. It was just like, that was actually, Doug actually apologized. That was that was the one time wow. Doug looked. Yeah. We, we can't agree that a peanut butter cup is the best way to consume peanut butter though, right?
1: It's up there. Well, up there. I would argue no, but mainly because the best way technically to consume peanut butter would be a peanut butter egg, which by the way, it is peanut butter egg time. And uh, sure. that is the greatest creation ever. Reese's peanut butter eggs, uh, because for some reason, whatever it is, It's just more peanut buttery and fantastic. But there's also something else. They have a new peanut butter cup coming out, Adam. Okay. The outside is peanut butter filling. The inside, not chocolate, more peanut butter. It is a double peanut butter cup. Let's go. I'm in.
2: No chocolate at all? No
1: chocolate at all. All PB, bro. (laughs) Definitely all PB. Definitely (laughs) out. I'm out. Wait, yeah. Okay, then Ari, you don't love peanut butter. I never want to hear your... No. <laughs> no. You, you lay no claim to this. If you love peanut butter, okay, you like peanut butter. I love peanut butter. I was crafted in the darkness of peanut butter. Clearly. Molded, raised by it. What about a peanut butter banana sandwich? Solid. Very solid. You've had it? But see, Of course. Who hasn't had a peanut butter? And then a little drizzling of honey. Okay. There, have you had that?
2: Uh, no. I don't oh,
1: think so. you want to be taken for a wild ride? Toast, toast <laughs> the bread, and make sure it's still hot when you apply the peanut butter, so that it becomes really liquidy and hot. And then put a little honey and banana on that bad boy. Oh, bro, come on! Well, that's
2: got to—that's got to be not crunchy, right? That's got to be the creamy peanut butter.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I I prefer somewhat smooth, like, but like, I don't really care. Like, I love peanut butter to the point where I'm I'm down with either.
2: You're really all in on peanut butter, really- dude.
1: Oh, pe- <laughs> but you know what the best combo is? Any <laughs> one of your favorite ice creams. Any one of your favorite ice creams. Just put a scoop of peanut butter in that bad boy. Go to town. No, no, yep. yes, not.
2: so good. A, a you- coffee <laughs> ice cream with some peanut butter. Talk <laughs> out of this world. You just—I mean—you just love the peanut butter. And you're, you're trying to find different ways to use it. Um, trying? No, no. I, I have found different ways, my friend. Right. You're trying to find. You're exploring different ways to use the peanut butter. I like. I just think peanut butter is a good combination with things. I don't. I think on its own, it's it's trash. It's if it's smash or pass, I'll pass.
5: Number
1: four. Alright, so we're starting to get some developments and some details on, on what a 17-game season uh, could look like. It looks like for all intents and purposes. We're gonna get one next week. 18 game next week, next year, uh, 18 weeks, 18 weeks if I can get through wow. it. 17 all games. Over, huh? All over the place with
2: you're, you're uh, like so I'm,
1: week. I'm really excited about the peanut butter thing. Um yeah, my really. mouth is a little moist and you know, my tongue's just all over the place. um, from Peter King, his latest football morning in America column quote. When the NFL was choosing options, the formula that prevailed was AFC versus NFC cross-conference matchup from two years ago. So think about it from this. Four AFC West teams played the four NFC North teams in 2019. In 2020, Kansas City finished in first place in the AFC West. Green Bay first in the NFC North. So in 2021, AFC West versus NFC North. One versus one from 20 becomes Green Bay versus Kansas City. He also notes that he would bet a Kroll's West cheeseburger, whatever that is, with an ice-cold spotted cow, whatever that is, that the networks will brawl over this ratings-gold game. This game alone is reason enough for the league to rush the 17th game into the 2021 season. So that would be one of the scheduling quirks of those matchups that Peter King discusses. And, of course, that would open the door for another primetime spot to put that game out there. And, of course, as he notes... That would be a bidding war for matchups like that. First place teams versus first place teams all over the place, Adam. Um,
2: by the way, Spotted Cow is a beer from Wisconsin. So I assume okay. he's uh, referencing that, that that would be the, you know, some people from Wisconsin would put the beer on the line to make that bet. Um, Yeah, I, I think, listen, this is, it's already been approved. So they can, they can go forward to the 17 game season when they want to. I think it would have happened last year if not for the pandemic. So okay. this year uh, they can, they can make this happen. And as he said, there's a way to do it. Uh, what it sounds like is that all AFC teams would host this 17th game, and it would right. be the division-division across matchups. As you said, uh, that would mean that the Raiders would get a home game with the Bears as part of this rotation. Uh, you know, Khalil Mack coming to Las Vegas the first year there's fans uh, at Allegiant Stadium is pretty interesting. Uh, and who knows who their quarterback could be? It could be uh, maybe the team improves, maybe they you know step back. We're not sure. Uh, what the bears will be but that would be an intriguing matchup to add i know a lot of there's a ton of chicago people here in las vegas i'm sure they would be excited for the bears uh to come out here uh but yeah that seems like this is happening but it's not that's not the only part of the equation because as you said it's 18 weeks now that means the season gets pushed back a week the super bowl moves later in february i think it'll be february 13th next yep. season uh and they would incorporate uh you know a christmas schedule and right now that's kind of the nba's domain
1: yeah, that's the thing that, that I, the NBA probably does not want uh, is the fact that they have dominated Christmas, all you know, games from morning till night. It's one of the, my favorite things about Christmas, but having the NFL, of course, is massive competition. Mm-hmm. And look, I love the NBA, but they'll lose that battle because the NFL is absolutely massive. So I personally really intrigued to see, and I think you mentioned it right, they'd flip the NFC-AFC hosting thing. So like next year if the AFC right. hosts, and the year after that the NFC will host. Look, I like football. Uh, I'm intrigued by more in terms of games to watch, and this obviously means the NFL is going to get more money, which is shocking, Adam, because I thought they were going out of business. Because Chad from Wisconsin told me
2: he wasn't watching anymore. Exactly. <laughs> so it, they'll pay the price for this. Like, yeah, sure they will. Uh, it's only it's only going up exponentially, of course. And if if you're wondering why all the games will be hosted by AFC teams, and the next year all the games will be hosted by NFC teams, it's because that unbalanced schedule. So you'll have nine nine home and eight away, or nine away and eight home. And so they figure if all of the conference has that extra home game, then it's, it's fair for playoff positioning. And then the other the other way, the, the next year, all the teams in the conference would have road games as the extra game, and then it's fair that way. I thought uh, what they should do if they're going to do that is basically every team host a primetime game throughout the season, and, and then you could uh, make it neutral site. So basically, you just have you would have a whole year of neutral site games as well. I thought that would be interesting, like every Monday yeah. night or Thursday night would be neutral. Uh, but this this way is fairly fair. Uh, but I also would say that's probably only going to last two years, and then they'll go to 18 games.
1: Number three. All right, so you sent this over. Pro Football Focus proposed a, a made-up trade. Derek Carr, Henry Ruggs, two number ones for Russell Wilson, the Raiders obviously being one of the four teams that Russell Wilson said he would accept a trade to. First part of this question,
2: uh, would you do it? I still think it's too much. We talked last week. like We thought the, the asking price would be a lot less. If you trade Derek Carr for Russell Wilson, uh, because you are really improving the salary situation for Seattle uh, with a much cheaper option at quarterback, Uh, We thought that maybe either one first or even a second uh, thrown in the mix would do it Uh, just because, you know, we saw the Stafford golf trade and people were like, wow, I can't believe they got that much for Stafford. Well, they didn't. They got that much for taking off golf's contract. Correct. Uh, Well, in this situation, it would be the exact opposite. And I would think that the Raiders wouldn't have to give up a whole lot in addition to Carr to make this deal work. Uh, That being said, this was a proposal that was thrown out there and just said, would you do it? And if I was the Raiders, no, I wouldn't do it. Um, I, I don't think, I think it's an upgrade upgraded quarterback, certainly. But I don't think it's enough of an upgrade, especially when you factor in salary, to be throwing away a bunch of draft picks as well. So I, I would not do this if I was the Raiders, even though I would be having conversations for sure with the Seahawks. I wouldn't make this deal.
1: So the other part of this, which is interesting, because the Raiders are in there. Obviously, as an analyst, you have to look at everything with a level head and, Realize that maybe a really good quarterback in Russell Wilson is available. And if you're any one of, I'd say, kind of like we were talking about Deshaun Watson, any team outside of Kansas City, you'd probably make the call to see if he's going to be available because he's a transcendent talent. Mike Florio. Why does Mike Florio hate Derek Carr? Um, like I know we say this about media members a lot. The tone in a
2: lot of his pieces around Derek Carr is very snippy. Well, I think he- I mean, I, I can actually, you know, I can, maybe I could find out. I can ask because we know some people at, at a Pro Football Talk. But um, I think I think he's he tends to hate David Carr.
1: Okay. Well, he put this piece out. David Carr headline thinks Derek Carr's team should trade for Russell Wilson. Uh, said Derek Carr, if I'm one of those four teams that Russell Wilson named that he would accept a trade to, I'm picking up the phone yesterday. He has everything you want in the quarterback with endless talent, arm strength, poise, and intelligence. Plus, he has the kind of ice in his veins that gives his team a chance to win late in games, no matter how great the deficit. He'll cost a great deal. But the on-field production and leadership you get in return would be worth it, and he's probably the most handsome guy in the National Football League. I made that part. (laughs)
2: He's a very handsome man. Um, Derek Carr. Is that the Kelly Oubre theory? By the way, on a a side note – have you noticed that Kelly Oubre is intentionally trying to make himself uglier? No, really. Like the hairs of the mask.
1: Hold on, hold on. Let's save this for number two. Let's save this for number two. Let's save this for number two because I'm really into that. All right. So David Carr thinks that the Raiders should trade his brother yesterday.
2: That's not so. This is what happened. He, he hates his brother, Adam. I can guarantee you he does not. I know that for sure. Uh, As I know, because David Carr has blocked me from Twitter because I I think I made one negative comment about Derek during a game and I got blocked immediately by David, um, who did follow me. He unfollowed and blocked, which is always a good move. Um, So I I think what happened here is he made – I also don't know if he's writing all of his own stuff. That's the other problem, right? So I think they might have said to him, hey, what is your thoughts? Russell Wilson released a list of four teams – that he would be traded to. What do you think? And he did that quote that you just said, which started, "If I'm one of those four teams, I'm picking up the phone yesterday." And then yeah. went on to to heap praise upon Russell Wilson. Now, after the story hits the web, I'm sure what David Carr says is, "Oh wait, one of those teams is the Raiders." Yeah. Like I don't think he realized that at the time yeah. of putting that quote out there. So he changes it, and the story now says. If I'm a quarterback-needy team, I'm picking up the phone yesterday instead of if I'm one of those four teams. Mm. So clearly, he was made aware or realized that he's basically saying that the Raiders should trade his brother for Russell Wilson and then amends what he said. Now, he still has the high praise for Russell Wilson, as he should. Russell Wilson, one of the best quarterbacks in the league uh but changed it to if i'm one of those four teams i would pick up the phone yesterday because he didn't want to slight his brother which i understand that but it also screams that you know these things should be looked at and realized before we hit send on the computer
1: number two all right so i just googled kelly Ubre handsome
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's a treasure trove
1: isn't it it is i did not realize he had such a modeling career Um, also, there's a whole bunch of Reddit threads, uh, about why Kelly Oubre is considered to be the best looking active NBA player.
2: (laughs) I can't believe you didn't know about this. We talked about this on the show, you weren't weren't there. Well,
1: no, I oh, and I knew that he was considered a very handsome NBA player, I did not know that there was a cult following behind this. So, you you actually think he's making himself less attractive?
2: I I noticed it last night, so I was watching, as I said, I was watching the Lakers game and. Obviously, my Warriors were just a disaster, and I was right. I had like nothing else to, to think about. And I was thinking back to before the season, uh, Kelly Uber actually gave an interview saying like he's kind of sick of being known as like the good-looking NBA player. Why would he's you like, want to be sick of that? Well, I think he wants to be known as the good player. He's like, Well, you know, why am I only the good-looking guy? I want to be like the good player. And he actually has been pretty good this year. i has been very good at times right. uh, for the Warriors this season. In fact, I mentioned the other day. Uh, his three-point shooting percentage in February is higher than Steph Curry's, which a uh, pretty impressive uh, little stat. Although that did include Steph Curry's like two for thirty-eight performance against the Heat or whatever it was.
5: Yeah.
2: so it looks like to me, it looks like Kelly Kelly Oubre's hair was like a disaster yesterday, and I feel like he almost I, I don't I don't know what he's doing. Maybe he was just tired, but he just he looked like he was kind of worn down, and I was like, is he like not sleeping on purpose? To not be, not be considered as good looking, there's something going on with him. I think he's trying to to ugly himself up a little. What a life when your
1: biggest complaint is everybody <laughs> keeps calling me handsome and I'm tired of it.
2: I mean, I think okay, you're you're a very good NBA analyst, right? Like we we all know that you're one of the best in the business. You're great. You're breaking down the games. Everything's good. But if you were a good looking guy, John, I think you have to worry about this. Every, like, every time people would come out and be like, man, that's the best-looking NBA analyst out there. You'd be like, I'm also good at what I do. Right. But it's <laughs> not like we're saying, that's wow, Kelly Oubre's really handsome. He's not that good at basketball, but he's really handsome. Like, no, you're just talking, talking about the your... insinuation. That's the insinuation when, when that's all anybody ever talks about. As you said, Who's, like, it's everywhere. Here's the real question. Who's the ugliest NBA player? <laughs> Oof. I mean, it was Sam Cassell. <laughs> For a like while. Oh man. I, I, think, Alex, a... I think Alex Caruso's pretty ugly. No, come on, man. It's the headband he's he's got him headband swag. What about uh Boba?
1: He's got a pretty mean mug. That's a good point. <laughs> We're gonna make a list. We're gonna figure this out. <laughs> Number one. There's got to oh, be so a
2: this... reddit thread on this
1: somewhere. I'm I'm gonna look it up, don't you worry. All right, so story of the day J.J. Watt with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, details of the finances two years, 31 mil. Uh, Andrew Brandt, former NFL exec, has uh, come out and said that he believes that the guess would be that he's making uh, what he would have made in Houston this year, 17 million, with 6 million of next year's $14 million guaranteed. Uh, we'll come back on the other side. We're going to talk about this. You know, the Raiders probably could have used a little help along the defensive line.
3: Why not get J.J. Watt? It's the Big Five at Five, brought to you by Battle Born Injury Lawyers. If you've been injured, call Justin
0: Watkins at Battle Born Injury Lawyers, 570-9000.
3: License number NSCB 79415, 0079414. It's time to rejuvenate your air conditioner. Rejuvenation, just $129. A rejuvenation will reduce breakdowns and make your AC last longer and use less energy. We're going to make six critical adjustments and bring your system back to factory specs. And we're going to clean those outside coils the right way, not the easy way. You're going to be excited when you
1: see how much difference it makes when a ghetto technician cleans those coils.
3: Hey, if you've got a clogged drain, we'll open that bad boy up for just $80. If the clog is within 30 feet. And nine times out of 10, it is. You heard the part about it being just $80, right? And if you're a member of Sadie's Guard Dog Protection Club, we're gonna open that drain up for free. What's that dog gonna think of next? $129 AC rejuvenation and an $80 drain opening. Ghetto, G-O-E-T-T-L. We get there quick, but it's hard to spell.
0: Lincoln Black Label is your invitation to a uniquely elevated automotive experience revolving around you, including pickup and delivery, premium maintenance, vehicle care, Lincoln Concierge, travel collection, and culinary collection. Finley Lincoln is here to surprise and delight you all the way through your effortless experience. Thinking Lincoln? Then think Finley Lincoln in the Valley Auto Mall, Nevada's only standalone Lincoln Black Label dealership. If you charged with a crime or DUI don't gamble with your lawyer get the most effective defense and get results call
3: the vegas lawyers at 702-707-7000
0: 702-707-7000
3: bet mgm helps you turn big plays into paydays throughout the hockey and basketball seasons Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID for speedy sign-up, and you'll be able to place bets from anywhere in Nevada right away. Then get ready to take advantage of BetMGM's daily boosted odds specials. We love, love, love in-play wagering on Cofield and Company. And, of course, BetMGM is all over the in-play options, proposition bets, and much more. With BetMGM at your fingertips, every game and every play will mean something more as you get ready to cue up your victory dance. Get some skin in the game. But you got to start by downloading the app today, stop by your favorite MGM casino in Las Vegas to register, and in no time, it'll be showtime. Bet fearlessly with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks and the official betting partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. If you need
0: to buy a home, call into Heart If you want the best rates, this service, that's great.
3: Dustin DeHart with Nova Home Loans. Record high property values and interest rates still at record lows. Hey, it's Cofield. I'm telling you, it's time to call Dustin Heart at Nova Home Loans to get that mortgage tuned up or purchase your dream home today.
4: NMLS 25011, branch right? NMLS 777-362. So if you need a loan, pick up the
6: phone and
0: call 577-2600. Dustin DeHart with Nova Home Loans.
3: Love a great steak, but don't want to pay $50, $60, $70 for one? Make it yourself. Great steaks directly from meetupvegas.com. They have the best meat exclusively sold to the finest steakhouses never sold to the public until now. Use the code COFIELD for a discount. Meetupvegas.com. It's M-E-A-T-UPVEGAS.COM.
4: For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs,
0: I'm attorney Paul Powell. A lot of lawyers promise a lot of things. No fee unless we win. The consults are free. Of course they offer that stuff. All lawyers do that. But will they promise not to take more money than you at the end of your case? (laughs) No. When you call me, that answer's yes. I'll never take more money than you, and I put it in writing. Call 728-5500 or go to paulpowell.com. I really can help.
6: Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee.
0: Some restrictions apply.
2: Get in
6: the zone.
4: AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? You're probably looking for some fuel treatment. It cleans your fuel system to help your engine run smoother, and that means better gas mileage. Right now, you can get two bottles of Lucas Complete Fuel Treatment for just $8, plus a $1 bonus reward if you're an AutoZone Rewards member. Not a member? Don't worry. We can sign you up fast right here or on AutoZone.com. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply.
0: Get in the zone, auto zone. Start the year off right and get into the hottest performing SUV, the 2020 MDX at Finley Acura in the Valley Automall. With its spacious interior, high tech performance, and sophisticated design, it's the best SUV on the road today. And right now, get 0.9% APR for up to 72 months, only at Finley Acura in the Valley Automall or online at finleyacura.com. APR off a valid OAC through Acura Financial Services. Down payment varies. Restrictions apply. Expires 3-1-2021.
6: Finley North Volkswagen in Centennial Hills. We're excited to announce clearance pricing on all remaining 2020 Volkswagen models in stock. Choose between discounts up to $7,000 or 0% APR financing. Plus, we're also including no charge registration now through March 1st. Finley True North Volkswagen in the northwest at Centennial Hills. We put the value in Volkswagen. Exit US95 at Ann Road. Head north to Azure Drive. On for credit with BCI rate based on model. No charge registration up to $400 for Nevada residents in lieu of additional discount for new models only. Part deals excluded at 3 twenty twenty one. 2021 Savings based on number 1B25E2CA6LC230408.
4: Heard the good news about COVID-19 vaccines? They're here, but you can do more than wait for your turn. Here's how. Stay at least six feet away from folks you don't live with. And it's risky to be indoors with them too. And masks? Well, they protect both the person wearing them and the folks around them. Wear a mask, watch your distance, and make a big difference now.
0: Learn more about vaccines at cdc.gov coronavirus. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. This sports update is brought to you by William Hill. For all your betting needs, William Hill has you covered. They even have live in-play wagering. For all the details, visit williamhill.us. For Adam Schefter, the Cardinals are giving JJ Watt a two-year $31 million deal that includes a $23 million guarantee. And
4: Henderson Silver Knights goaltender Logan Thompson has been named the AHL Goaltender of the Month. And tonight,
2: the Vegas Gold Knights take on the Minnesota Wild.
3: Now back to Cofield and Company
2: on ESPN
1: Las Vegas. So, as the show is prone to do, we've kind of fallen down a wormhole here. (laughs) Kind of. We've got a problem. We don't have enough time to let it breathe because we do have a guest coming up in a couple of minutes. So, I will say a couple of things. One, uh, vindicated. Alex Caruso is ugly. (laughs) We think we've gotten this proven. Uh, He's got a terrible hairline. Just just not a great mug. Uh, I also have a theory that I'm working on now because I've seen a couple of pictures. Has there anybody ever in the world... Been born and named Damien and also been ugly because I feel like a lot of Damians are handsome.
2: You going and Lillard,
1: right? Damian Lillard, Damien Jones of the Los Angeles Lakers. It's a lot of. Like, I don't think you can be ugly if your name's Damien.
2: Hmm. We'd have, to, we have to, what? What about uh? Oh, never mind. I was gonna say there was a there was a wrestler that was kind of ugly, but his snake it was Jake Roberts. His snake was named Damien, I think.
1: Probably a beautiful snake.
2: Probably, probably was.
1: So we have found we found a 2019 all ugly team in the NBA, but that was kind of mistaken. Well, actually, not kind of mistaken. It had the most handsome player in the NBA on
2: there, Kelly Oubre. So no way. Well, that that was somebody else's submission. So he was not actually on this list. That clown, get him out of there. The most uh, handsome player in the world, and you're going to really
1: try to put him in there. That's ridiculous.
2: Caruso was on there. Should be. Uh, yep. Tony Snell was on there. Can see it. Uh, Boban. Uh, yeah. somebody put Brandon Ingram. Okay, I don't really know about that he's one. got he's got tiny eyes like you. I can see it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> let's see who else. Is, oh, Buddy healed Chris Middleton. I think you liked those. Those are really good su- suggestions. Uh, those, they were coming off the bench. Yeah. So somebody
1: put Bradley Beal. That's ridiculous. Bradley Br- Bradley Beal is a very handsome man.
2: Yeah, that I think that was a person trying to make it all handsome team. Oh, okay, all right. I right. think they they threw they just threw it into the wrong thread. Okay, uh, that's it, good, was, yeah. it was it was Beal, Oubre, uh, Rudy Gobert, Justice Winslow. I
1: think. Wow, that's like that's a really gorgeous team. Yeah, that's, that's what they were like, going yeah. for. Yeah, dude, that's all a right. ridiculously handsome team.
2: And uh, somebody else was on there too. Oh, Serge Ibaka.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Serge Ibaka is a very handsome, man. Man, man, we could do this for hours. If only we had some sort of platform late yes. at night.
2: Willie Cauley-Stein, a very very popular choice. But yes, all- this, think, this will be most of the show this evening. <laughs> yes, right.
1: Wait, Willie yeah. Cauley-Stein was all ugly or all handsome?
2: Ugly, apparently. Okay. Damn, we can do a uh, lot with this. Somebody nominated Calvin Booth as the ugliest player in NBA history, which that's, that's just mean. <laughs> we don't need to go there. <laughs> Sam we just- was clearly that winner. It's also very true.
1: I think Wally Zerbiak would probably be on there, too.
2: So, there's there's a lot of choices here. Yeah, well, yeah, he's a TV guy. Yeah, but the eyebrows are just they're a little crazy.
1: Fair enough. We should make an all homely team too. Just like average-looking dudes in the NBA.
2: That was your Dougie McBuckets. Yeah, Doug McDermott is just average. He just looks like a guy, like a guy that goes to work every day, like, a, right. like an office worker. Right. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, J.J. Watt. He signed with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Let's get the answers to what J.J. Watt does for the Arizona Cardinals uh, on the other side. Ari, 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 uh, really quickly, an update here, mainly because I forgot Josh Weinfuss, ESPN writer from Arizona, is going to join us.
0: Cofield & Company will be back in minutes, right here on ESPN Las Vegas.
4: This traffic report is brought to you by the Valley Auto Mall, with the largest selection of new, pre-owned, and used vehicles in Nevada. Accidents include 95 southbound at Casino Center, also 15 northbound at Sahara, and on the surface streets, crash on Wallop Highway northbound, that's at Deer Springs Way. This traffic report is brought to you by the Valley Auto Mall, with the largest selection of new, pre-owned, and used
2: vehicles in Nevada. Shaquille Oatmeal 34 wrote on Twitter, the Valley Mall has over 7,000 new and used vehicles. It's a hashtag slam dunk. Shop online at valleyautomo.com.
0: This spring, get in the game and earn cash for betting sports with the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app on your phone or tablet. During William Hill Spring Rewards, earn up to $500 cash back. Between now and April 30th, you'll be eligible for cash back points for every wager made, win or lose on the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app. You'll also earn bonus cash back for teasers and parlay card wagers made on the app. To enroll in Spring Rewards and see participating locations, visit williamhill.us. That's williamhill.us
3: catch all the hockey and your favorite gaming action in the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside Treasure Island. Come hang out as Cofield and Company broadcasts live throughout the hockey season. Enjoy great food and drink specials like $5 drafts Monday through Thursday. And every day until 8 o'clock the TI will be serving up 23 ounce Dos Equis or Heineken. Plus you get to keep the Pilsner glass. The betting kiosks are open 24-7 and parking is always free for the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside Treasure Island. Must be 21 or older. Please drink responsibly. Management reserves all rights. The cast iron skills at the barbecue, reverse here, Pittsburgh style. I'm doing it all now with my steaks. Thanks to meetupvegas.com. Great steaks deserve special care. And meetupvegas.com is where you can get the best stuff. This is not grocery store meat. Never sold to the public before until now. It's meetupvegas.com, M-E-A-T, vegas.com. Specializing in USDA graded prime and certified Angus beef. Plus they've got supreme chicken, lamb, turkey, and pork. You go to meetupvegas.com, use the code COFIELD for a discount. Go there now, meetupvegas.com. It's meetupvegas.com. Now, back to Cofield and Company in the
0: Finley Toyota studio.
1: Hello, Steve Cofield here today. It's Adam Hill. It is Jonathan Von Tobel. Big story of the day, uh, outside of us discussing the most handsome player in the NBA, Kelly Oubre, uh, is the fact that J.J. Watt, arguably one of the more handsome men in the National Football League, is now a member of the Arizona Cardinals to discuss J.J. Uh, Watt's handsomeness and his impact for the Arizona Cardinals. An equally handsome man, Josh Weinfuss is with us. Josh, how are
5: you? I'm very good, thank you, thank you.
1: <laughs> I made your day with that compliment. Uh, Alright, so let's start here. You know, this is a, an ongoing discussion we've had. Uh, your belief in what J.J. Watt does for an Arizona Cardinals team that actually finished pretty high up in a lot of metrics when it came to uh, pass rush last year.
5: Uh, here's the thing. I think... Pairing him with Chandler Jones could have the potential to make this defense go from good to very good to great. It really does. Because if you think about it, adding J.J. Watt on the opposite side of the line from Chandler Jones forces offensive lines to make a decision. Who do we double-team? Who do we chip? If we chip J.J., Chandler Jones will get to the quarterback. If If we double or chip Chandler... D.J. Watt gets to the quarterback. <clears throat> They've really made – the Cardinals have really done a number now for offensive coordinators trying to figure out how to game plan for Arizona. And I think that's going to have a variety of effects on the Cardinals defense. Not only is it going to allow you know more players to get active, more players to get to the quarterback, because the offensive line can be so focused on these two superstars. It's going to you know basically help save both players' legs because – they're both not going to be the primary option to rush the passer for, for for the Cardinals, you know? They're going to be able to share the duties, if you will, and I think it helps both guys in the long run.
2: Yeah, along those lines, a couple of trends we've seen from J.J. Watt the last couple of years, as he's still a, an elite defender, but he is getting older, and of course that takes a toll on everybody, is that the less snaps he plays, the more effective he tends to be, and the more he's able to get inside and rush from the inside, the more effective he can be. So will Arizona use him in those types of roles? Or will they just stick him outside and say, hey, this is your job?
5: Oh, no, they will definitely use him inside. Vance Joseph loves coming up with these creative packages where sometimes he doesn't even have a defensive, like a down defensive lineman on the field. He just puts outside linebackers, defensive ends, and pass rushers all across the the line and lets them just go. So he'll definitely be used inside. He'll definitely be used outside. Um, It's actually going to be really fun, the more I think about it, to see how Vance uses JJ. Yeah, you
1: know uh, I was gonna say. I'm just. I'm curious your your thoughts, like in terms of JJ Watt hasn't had a double digit sack season since 2016. Seventeen million dollars potentially guaranteed the first year. Like, are, are they sure they know what they're getting with him?
5: No, they don't. I mean, it's, it's a <laughs> lot of money. Let's not let's not you know sugarcoat it. Um, but we also don't know how that 23 million dollar you know guarantee is exactly going to be divided up. So once the once the contract comes out. In full detail, I think we'll have a better idea of just how risky of a move this was. But um, no, I mean he's played 16 games just twice in the last five years, five six years. That's a risk in and of itself, you know. And you know, granted, Chandler Jones is coming off of an injury himself, so um, it, w- w- the Cardinals don't know exactly what they're getting. They do know the name they're getting. They do know the presence in the locker room they're getting, but the on the field production we don't know. Um, now, in theory, you would think putting him in a defense like the Cardinals where he doesn't have to be the, 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 the main attraction. They do have, you know, you know Buda Baker, Isaiah Simmons, um, a lot of talent. Jordan Phillips had a good year. Obviously, you have Chandler Jones. You have young guys like um, uh, Richard Lawrence. You have Zach Allen, Devon Kennard, you know, Jordan Hick. There's a lot of good players on this team that, that will, will allow J.J. Watt to kind of do his thing, right? He doesn't need to be the every-man hero in this defense. And I think that's going to help him a lot, but is it going to help him get back to 10, 12, 13 sacks I don't know. I think that's still one of those, one of those unknowns that we just have to wait until he got on the field to see. There wasn't a whole lot
2: of buzz of JJ Watts to the Cardinals nationally locally. Was there any talk like, Hey, this is
5: the possible landing spot. No, Oh no, not at all. It was, <laughs> it was, Oh, we would love to have him," said all the fans, sure. but no one really thought this was going to happen. I mean, you know, when you see all the smoke of him going to the Bills or to the Packers, like, when it, when there's enough smoke, you think there's there's somewhat of a small campfire somewhere, right? And then for this to come out of the blue, it took everyone by surprise. But then you see the number that was thrown out there, $15.5 million a year for the average value. It's like, that's a ton of money. No wonder he went to Arizona.
2: So along those lines, we talk about the money they invested, and clearly there is reason to believe it could work out, especially, you know, lighting up, Alongside Chandler Jones or across from Chandler Jones, like however they decide to do it, like this is going to be impactful. But why do you think it is that that the Cardinals organization believed we're going to offer him this much money? We're going to go out and make a big splash. We're going to bring him in. Like why is he the guy that they circled instead of you know we thought hey maybe they need a wide receiver maybe they need some help on the offensive side? This is the guy that they targeted.
5: It's a uh, phenomenal question, and I think it's multifaceted, right? I think one is they think he can. Be the type of, um, compliment to Chandler Jones that he needs and they couldn't find elsewhere. Um, I think part of it is the ownership of the Cardinals likes these splashy moves. They like to create that buzz. They like to get all this attention, whether it works or not. Um, another thing is they love to overspend on guys. This is kind of a fact. They give out huge contracts to, to stars. Um, this is kind of what they've become known for the last five, six, seven, eight years. Um, but other than that, I don't know. I mean, you know, could they have gotten another type of pass rusher, maybe a younger, such as maybe re-signing Hassan Reddick for that type of money? Probably. Would he be more effective? Probably. But I think there's something that comes, you know, I think the organization thinks there's something that comes with signing J.J. Watt. Um, But, you know, in this franchise, we have to also consider, this franchise has brought in stars at the end of their careers for a long, long time, so it's just another one of those and I think this team you know right now in the moment I think they hope that this is the type of guy that can get this this, this team from you know an eight and eight record on the cusp of the playoffs to you know 10-12 wins and making a, deep, a run you know deep into January if not February.
1: So how, uh, how does this acquisition change what Arizona does in the offseason in terms of free agents uh, their cap situation as I understand it, it's pretty tight so this is probably the most of what they're doing right?
5: You would think so. Um, this kind of, it kind of goes back to once we see the full details of the deal, we'll have a better idea of exactly how strapped they're going to be. But um, you know, maybe this is a this is the type of year where they say this is going to be our one you know free agent that we have to have. We, you know, we get a bunch of cheap guys, you know, beyond this, and then we go in the draft and try to get that second wide receiver that we need to, so desperately to help this offense go. Um, you know, I, I thought for sure that they were going to use free agency. To scoop up, you know, a complimentary option to DeAndre Hopkins, I really did. I, that's kind of what this team needed most in order to take that leap from eight and eight to into the playoffs. They didn't really need another pass rusher, so you know it's a little head scratching from that standpoint. But um, you know, uh, maybe Steve Kline just thinks from you know the of free agency he saw, there's no one really worth that type of money um, on the offensive side, and you know this this, this draft is stocked with 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 great. Um, wide receiver, so that could be where he's thinking. We haven't talked to him yet about it yet, um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, once this deal comes out, I can't imagine they're going to have a ton of flexibility to go after um, any other big-name free agents.
2: Would they go wide receiver in the first round?
5: I think if the right guy's there, they would. Huh. Because here's the thing. We don't know if Larry Fitzgerald's coming back. Right. Um and if he does, he's still not the same way Fitzgerald he's been in the past. So you need somebody because the Cardinals run a lot of one-three split, where they have DeAndre Hopkins on one side of Kyler Murray, and then they have three receivers on the other side. Fitz is, if he does come back, you know he'll get his share, but it's not going to be the type that's going to you know change the impact of the season. And then you know Christian Kirk has, I think, proven himself to be a very good number three receiver. He hasn't lost him into that number two yet. And this offense really kind of took a nosedive those last seven, eight games last year. And they need to find somebody, in my opinion, who can, can be that complement to, to Hopkins. When when Hopkins goes and gets bracketed or double-triple teamed, they need to find someone who can, you know, take advantage of a one-on-one coverage, who's a bigger guy, and who can go make plays and score touchdowns. They don't have that right now. I think that's the difference between this team, this offense being consistent for a whole 16-game schedule, and then, you know, compared to, you know, starting up 5-2 and two and finishing 8-8. Eight and eight. We talked about the uh, the defensive
2: side of what J.J. Watt brings up front. Uh, you mentioned another name that I want to ask you about in Isaiah Simmons. Uh, last year was a really tough start for him, and I know personally it took a lot of heat because I was so high on him going into last season uh, here covering the Raiders, thinking, hey, it'd be a great fit uh, with the Raiders if they can get him. But he really did develop, and I think a lot of people missed that because he was so bad early on and not even getting on the field. He actually turned into a pretty decent player, and I think he could have a bright
5: future, right? Oh, 100%. I think the issue with him was he didn't have a preseason. He barely had an offseason, right? I mean, he just went through training camp, and it was, you know, a truncated training camp, no preseason games. So his first live NFL action was week one last year. Right. Uh, I think it was at San Francisco. So, I mean, for a kid coming from college, and, you know, everybody knows the speed of the game is so different going from college to the NFL. So his first time experiencing that is when it counts. He didn't have four weeks to work up to that, right? He he didn't, you know. By time he was start, I mean, uh, in a typical year, week one for him would have been his fifth week of seeing NFL speed. It might not be against starters, but still NFL NFL caliber speed. So his preseason lasted until week four, week five of the regular season. That's not ideal for any rookie to 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 you know. That's not an ideal situation for any rookie to be in. So once he started to calm down. Kind of understand how the game goes. It started to slow down a little bit for him, and then we saw him make these great, you know, athletic plays. The, the interception against um, Russell Westbrook in Week Seven is one example. Um, they moved him all over the field. They played him at line, you know, inside linebacker. They had him rush off the edge, uh, rush up the middle. They dropped him back into safety. Um, but for him, it was you know, it was absolutely a matter of just getting comfortable and figuring out. How to be an NFL player, play in NFL situations, in an NFL defense, NFL offenses and NFL speeds. And once he was able to start to understand that, we saw that talent that everyone saw at Clemson really start to come out. And I think next year, with with a full season under his belt, with more of an offseason, more of a training camp, hopefully, probably preseason games, I think we're going to see him get better in year two.
2: Great, great stuff on the Cardinals. The last thing I would ask you before we get you out of here is uh, how much recruiting. Uh, Do you think DeAndre Hopkins did? And how effective was that in getting J.J. Watt
5: there? Um, So we haven't talked to to Watt yet. But I imagine it was um, helpful, right? I mean, we saw the Instagram post that Hopkins put out. I'm sure they talked about the situation here. Um, I know that Chandler Jones, you know, he he put on his Instagram story today. He even texted J.J. Watt back in February um, and said, you know, if you come here, I'll cook for you. So you know, there's that going for 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 JJ, um, and then you know he has a familiarity with Vance Joseph. So he's going into you know a, a coaching staff that he, he he knows a little bit of. I'm sure you know he, he he's comfortable in knowing that he can pick up this this scheme pretty quickly. But I think all of it combined, I'm sure was was helpful. That along with the money, you know, I'm sure when I'm sure, you know quite a few teams went after him. And when he probably sat down and, you know, made his list of pros and cons for everywhere, he probably said, you know, I, I know DeAndre Hopkins. He said this, this, this about this franchise. I know Vance Joseph. He said this, this, and this. You know, Chandler Jones is there. Um, you know, he wanted he wanted to go to a contender. He made that very clear multiple times. And I guess he, he looked at Arizona as a contender, and he might be part of that, that, that piece, or that might be one of those pieces that, that gets them, you know, to where they want to go.
1: Josh Weinfist, ESPN writer out in Arizona, covering the Cardinals, other sports as well. Josh, thank you for the time today, man. Really appreciate it.
5: Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: Yep, you got it. All right. I'll put a wrap and a bow on today here on Cofield & Company. Grab back on the other side.
0: The Cofield & Company crew is back tonight at 10.30. It's John Von Tobel and Adam Hill with their Smarter Than You podcast. Watch at Steve Cofield on Twitter or on YouTube.
6: It's the Gadget Freak Fest with Demo Dave, brought to you by Dollar Loan Center, where you get the most time to pay your loan back. Stop in or visit us online at don'tbebroke.com.
4: With everything going on, many of us are ready to get the hell off this earth. Well, if you were planning on literally blasting off from Earth into space, you're going to have to wait till next year. Virgin Galactic is pushing the Space Tourism Project to 2022 for the general public. The motor ignition failure in December 2020 pushed back its test flight schedule. Virgin will test more spaceships unmanned starting in May, and then a flight featuring Italian Air Force pilots should take place in the summer or fall if all goes well. Virgin Galactic is confident they will soon be taking the general public into space, assuming you can afford the ticket. TikTok has agreed to pay out $92 million to settle dozens of lawsuits from people saying that the app collected users personal data without consent and sold it to advertisers. Keep listening for more Tech Talk on the Gadget Freak Fest. I'm Demo Dave.
6: Are you drowning under a mountain of debt? You need flat fee attorneys. Not a big fee from the other firms, but a flat fee starting at just $500. The last thing you need when considering bankruptcy is a huge bill from the lawyer. So contact flat fee today to get a totally free consultation from their affordable, reliable, and experienced attorneys. With flat fee attorneys, you won't pay a big fee for your bankruptcy. You'll pay a flat fee starting at just $500. Google flat fee.
4: It's mycomputercareer.edu. If you
0: need to buy a home, call Justin Heart. If you want the best rates with service, that's great. Justin heart with Nova Home Loans. So if you need a loan, pick up the phone. And call 577-2600. To with Nova
3: home Loans. Hey, it's Steve Cofield here to tell you interest rates are at record lows and Vegas property values are through the roof. Me and a ton of you ESPN Las Vegas listeners were able to take advantage last year because of Dustin DeHart and Nova Home Loans.
4: Thanks, Steve. It was an honor helping you and the ESPN Las Vegas listeners improve their interest rates and lower their payments. So many folks got to pay off mounting debts or even purchase their dream home. And I can't wait to help even more people this year, so call me at 702-577-2600 to
0: Day before rates go up. So if you need a loan, pick up the phone and call. 577 2600. Oh, oh. That's in the heart with no home loans.
4: NMLS 25011. Branch NMLS 777 362. The Chevy Silverado Trail Boss is designed to stand out
0: because when you have a two inch lift, Goodyear Dura-Track tires and an
4: integrated dual exhaust. The last thing you'll need is a road. The Chevy Silverado Trail Boss, ready to off-road right from the factory. See your Southern Nevada Chevy dealers.
6: For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering supplies and solutions for every industry with 24 7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done
0: listen saturday at 4:45 as belmont looks to take their 18th ohio valley conference championship the road to the tournament runs through espn las vegas 1100 am and 100.9 fm bell solar and electrical 2020 best of las vegas gold winner you want the best sleep get the best mattress tempur-pedic best mattress has the entire line and right now get two free tempur-pedic pillows with a purchase of any tempur-pedic mattress best mattress sleep easy friends your safety has always been priority one at GiveMeTheVin.com. At GiveMeTheVin.com the transaction is online and over the phone and then we pick up the vehicle with no direct contact and provide your check indirectly. Don't risk your safety with retailers or strangers. Just go to GiveMeTheVin.com enter your VIN number and a picture or two and get your best offer quickly and safely. Get your best bid and a check on the spot with thevin.com America's best and safest car buyer. Sell us your car! GiveMeTheVin.com So easy you can Friday during the season. Join us from 6 to 7 p.m. for the William Hill Radio Show hosted by Polly Howard. He'll break down all the weekend action, including the latest odds, matchups, and who bettors are backing the most. After the William Hill Radio Show, make William Hill Sportsbooks your home for betting with live continuous in-play wagering and the chance to bet from your seat and on the go with the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports App. The William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports App allows you to bet from any iPhone, iPad, or Android device from anywhere in Nevada. Sign up today and you'll never miss another bet. For more information and to visit a William Hill Sportsbook and mobile sports deposit location, visit
4: WilliamHill.us. Brian Dean Snowboard Resort is experiencing some of the best conditions of the season. Have some fun and enjoy the clean fresh air. For conditions or to purchase your lip passes, go to Brianhead.com. Face covering is required. For Adam Sheffern, the Cardinals are giving JJ Watt a two-year $31 million deal that includes a $23 million guarantee. And Henderson Silver Knights goaltender Logan
2: Thompson has been named the AHL Goaltender of the Month. And tonight, the biggest gold knights take on the Minnesota Wild.
0: Cofield and Company presents.
2: Hey, hold on. up. Grab
0: bag.
2: Don't touch it.
3: Don't even look at it.
0: Only on ESPN Las Vegas. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm Stick your hand in there, Dave. All right, so really quickly, I've had a little bit more time to think about this. And I know it's not going to be a big topic because we're out here in Las Vegas and it is the NBA. But for like 10 seconds, I just want to say. The more I look at this and think about it, the more I believe Lloyd uh, Pierce got a really raw deal. Getting fired by the Atlanta Hawks. Well, who's ever made it work there? Well, I mean, Bud was pretty good for a while. He had a 60-win team, and they were a couple top, you know. That was the Dennis Al horford teams. But regardless, you know what it reminds me of? I don't know if you remember this, but all those years ago when Fred Hoiberg was given the Chicago Bulls job, and we know how Fred Hoiberg's system works, right? Space and pace, shooting, all that stuff. But then they sign him a team that's backcourt was Rajon Rondo, Jimmy Butler, and Dwayne Wade. And then they're like, well, it's not really working out, is it, Fred? And you're like, well, what? <laughs> and by the way, I know people won't really remember this either. That was an eight seed that year. They actually went up 2-0 on the IT Celtics. But then Rondo broke his hand, and they ended up you know, losing the next four games. Uh, but this kind of reminds me of that. Like, Lloyd Pierce was given a flawed roster. That was projected to be the worst defensive team in the NBA. He's missing arguably one of his most important pieces in Bogdanovich because of an injury, and he gets fired. That seems pretty crappy.
2: Yeah, and they're—I mean, it's not like they're you know six and twenty-eight. Um, you know, they're right. fourteen. And 20. They're they're languishing behind a little bit, but um, it just seems like a weird, a weird time, weird spot, especially cons- the, the way it happened. Like for. You know, we didn't talk about it much earlier in the show, but they practiced today. Everything was fine, and then apparently the players like learned on Twitter. He coached at practice, and the players learned on Twitter, like, "Oh, he's been fired." Like, wait, what? When? It's, very, it's a very weird uh, kind of process that they went through there uh, with getting rid of him. But yeah, right, right now, um, you know, underachieving, but not like it's not a disaster. And maybe, you know, maybe some of the players, or maybe the the front office thinks some of the players will be helped uh, more, you know, in their progress by somebody else. But uh, it just seems like he wasn't he wasn't the problem there necessarily. And they have shown some signs of life.
3: Stick your hand in there, Dave.
2: All right, a couple of other random
1: things. What do you What do you want, Ari? I'm doing my job. All right, stop bothering me, please. Jeez, oh, well. what am Stick I? Stick your hand in there, Dave. St- uh, were you warmed?
2: Was your heart warmed by everybody wearing red yesterday for Tiger Woods? It wasn't at the time, and I kind of thought it was stupid. But I also realized, like, if I would have played golf yesterday, I probably would have done it. So I'm kind of being hypocritical. No, you wouldn't have. I think I would have. That and is not what you do. I think I would have done it. I know I had, like, a group of friends on went yesterday, and they all did it. And I was like, what a bunch of idiots. And then I thought, yeah, I probably would. And then also, like to see Tiger actually respond to it, like a hospital room tweet and say like yeah. how nice it was, not only for um, you know, not only for all the guys on the tour to do it, but also like all the recreational people out there that did it, including local golfing celebrity OJ Simpson, who rocked red at the golf course yesterday and threw the picture out. Did he really? Uh, oh yeah. I must have made yeah. a killing on Twitter. Oh, well, there's a lot of jokes about, you know, how the shirt got red. <laughs> But that wasn't that wasn't from me. Uh, but yeah, like I I kind of thought it was silly. But again, like I said, I probably would have fallen into it, and I probably would have done it. And you know, it is cool when when somebody who that's done for, you know, can acknowledge and say like you know it really made me feel good. And he's you know he's doesn't have much going on right now. He's kind of stuck in a bed. Uh, kind of cool to see the world embrace him in that way.
3: Stick your hand in there, Dave.
1: So, we talked a little bit about this on Friday to close the show. So, we might as well close the show in a relatively similar fashion. LeBron James dunking on Zlatan Ibrahimovic uh, was pretty good because, as we remember on Friday, Zlatan saying that essentially uh, athletes, uh, once they get some stardom, step out of their realm, shouldn't be talking about politics. He's not a, to quote Zlatan, political politician. Um,. <laughs> LeBron bringing up him talking about racism and the experiences that he had when playing in Sweden was brilliant. You yeah. hypocrite. Shut up.
2: Yeah, it was it was such a silly thing to say. It's kind of an easy – this is like the easy – this is an Alex Caruso lob pass to the rim that LeBron just has to throw down. It's an easy dunk, but good for him for actually finishing the dunk and actually maybe put a little bit of style points on it as well. That was an easy dunk.
1: But by the way, not only that, but like to immediately be able to call back to that in a press yeah. conference after a game, like oh, yeah. he, like he was asked about it after the game, and he was like, "Yeah, didn't he say something about that?" Like you know, three four years ago, and they were like, "Yeah, he did." He's like yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Perfect. I that, that's the kind of thing. Some, somebody must have said something to him, or maybe at halftime he was looking it up on Twitter. Good stuff though from LeBron, of no. course.
1: All right, smarter than you podcast later tonight. Ten thirty is going to be the time. We will see you then.